Now, coming to you live from atop the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's the one, the only, Puckle Podcast. It's Puckle! Puckle! It's Puckle! Puckle! Pokemon Undercrickle Champions League, oh yeah! And welcome to the 530th episode of the Puckle Podcast. I am your host, Trainer Thatch, here today with my uh, co-host from the future. We've got none other than Dr. Shamu. Hey, hey. And Seth Vilo. It me, what up? It me, dog. Welcome to the Puckle Podcast. The Puckle Podcast, of course, stands for the Pokemon Underground Champions League where we talk everything Pokemon from the trading card game to the video game to everything in between. And we are here to talk to you definitely about video game today. Oh, yeah. It's almost always about video game. Until that one day... Yeah, it's about Master Duel, right? Master Duel, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh! Master Duel. Welcome to Yuckle. Uh, the podcast... A Yuckle? Oh, yeah, yuck. where, where we play Pokemon or Yu-Gi-Oh! Master Duel while we wait for... <laughs> I hate <No>. everything. <laughs> That's the, uh, it's so, it's such a, it's an okay game. I mean, it's definitely good for Shamu because Shamu is super into Yu-Gi-Oh. I'm happy with it. <laughs> He's also very good at Yu-Gi-Oh. Right. <laughs> I am not that good. I think you're better than you think you are. I play Drytron because it goes unga bunga. I don't have to think. Unga bunga. I think you're better at it than you say you are, but yeah. I understand what cards do, and that's yeah. the thing. A lot of people don't understand what cards do. Okay, but you have to at this point because there's like 10,000 cards. Yeah. That's fair. And they're all legal, and it's dumb, and <laughs> it's hard to keep up. Yep. It's hard to keep up. But yeah, I mean, that's something to do while you're waiting for Pokemon Legends Arceus to come out. You could go It was, that. yeah. Got the plat. I was like, that's what I was doing. Like, like, I need to get the plat before uh, Arceus comes out, because I'm not going to do it otherwise. <laughs> yeah, Arceus is going to be a solid week of just, like, Pokemon, I, I think. Heck just, yeah, like, it is. Probably we'll more. more that feel later, but, like, it's, yeah. it's way more than a week. Oh, my God. It's a long game. <laughs> It's a long game. It's uh, there's a lot of content in this game, but again, we should probably yeah, it's done really well. Uh, but yeah, we'll we'll get to it. We're gonna get on a tangent talking about it if we keep talking about exactly. it. Exactly. So. Yeah. Two <laughs> topics is not what we want here. Yeah, no, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. I don't know. Other than that, I mean, we did. Uh, I did some Soul Silver stuff with Claude this week, so that's gonna be on the YouTube. It's probably there should be an episode coming out today. It was supposed to come out before we recorded, but I was too busy playing Legends Arceus, so I didn't Ooh. edit it. I didn't edit it yet, but it'll be out later today. <laughs> Fair. So before the podcast is out, uh, <laughs> it'll it'll make it it's make its way to the YouTubes. <laughs> you can all watch that while you're playing Pokemon Legends Arceus in handheld mode. Perfect, <laughs> perfect perfection. This is great. But yeah, other than that, I don't I don't know I don't want to keep this one too long today because we definitely have a long topic. Oh so yeah, no, it's gonna be a long topic. <laughs> we're gonna keep this short, and we're gonna kick it on over to the news. Talk a little bit of news. And then we'll do some Poke Quiz, and then we're going to talk for an hour and a half about Pokemon Legend Darcy. Heck yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So on that note, let's cue that epic music. Coming to you live from the Lavender Town Radio Tower. This just in. 
And welcome to the news. The news. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Yes. Uh, things that came out today uh, in Legends Arceus. Remember, if you've got it, you can pick up a free Growlithe kimono set from Mystery Gift. It looks all right. Growlithon? Uh, oh. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I, I've played through the game with it pretty much. It does look really good. There's a bunch of other stuff you can get, too, if you have, a, yeah. like, Let's Go accounts and or, like, Diamond and Pearl stuff. Like, there's a Shaman one. There's a Eevee and uh, Pikachu, like, festival mask you can get. They're all right. I really like what they've been doing stupid. with the save data thing. Like, it, it's yeah, really... I like it all. like, having that little, like, nod of, like, here, here's a little bonus for having a save account for this. And it's like, I like that. Like... It's really and nice. It's something, it's a great, not always, but it's cool. Like, the Shaman Kimono is really nice. It's just, the, 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 the little festival masks are mad, because they're literally like, here's a little bowl plate, and it's just got like a, a PNG on it, and it's not like a shape. Yeah. It's, it's just interesting to see as it like has evolved, and it's evolved very quickly for us, because yeah. BDSP and PLA came out back to back, and it's, uh, I, PLA, I can't keep doing that. That's awful. Legends Arceus came out. Because PLA is also a type of 3D printing filament, and I'm just going to get confused. Oh, yeah, it is, isn't it? I knew I knew it had a reason to be in yeah. my head. Yeah, so, but they just came out back to back, and, like, they just keep adding things because there's a new game before it that came out, and it's just like, oh, there's a lot of cool stuff to get because I have all this save data. And so it makes the next game seem even better because then maybe we'll have, like, five things you get just for playing Pokemon. <laughs> Which we were going to do anyway, right? The sign-up for the first international challenge, the one that will get you a shiny G Articuno, is, should be open Thursday night. Or oh, Friday. that's exciting. UTC. Yes. So, yeah, get that. So if you want that, sign up, you know. That's really exciting, because those are really cool, though. They are cool, though. They are really cool. I do like all of them. They all, like, all the shinies do look good, even though they're, like, the normal colors. It's just, they do look, they pop. They pop way more than the, like, the OGs do. And I like it. Yeah, no, well, they just, it's really cool because it's like a throwback at the same time. And this is what I've been t- saying, like, they've needed to do for their online competitions anyway, because they've only been doing 50 battle points for literally the past two years. Nothing else. Give us something cool. And this is exactly the right thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. you need to give a Pokemon or a set of items that's hard to get, you know? Something like, yeah. something worth, pr- even like Apricorn Balls would be something better, you know? Like, hey, yeah. here's like 50 Dream Balls. Well, people would compete for that. Yeah. Because that's insane. Yes, they would. And the thing is, because they had such poor turnout for some of this other stuff. Like, I, I played in the Metronome competition and the one before that as well. And nobody competed. Uh, nobody. There's just nobody there. Like, I was, I was in the top 10 for some of those at some point. <laughs> because there were wow. like 200 people playing. All five of you were in the top 10. Yay. An idea for them to do is they should have gone ahead, let all of the Pokemon from BDSP into, into Sword and Shield, because that's your main competitive game now. And then you put a limit saying you can only use national decks number like one through 490 or whatever. And then you're back to OG VGC. And you could, you could play that game on Swish. And then the meta is completely different than what it has been. Because different things are popular in BDSPOU. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you would get way different stuff. You'd be popularizing the Pokemon you're trying to popularize. Because now the game seems to be, we don't care about having all the Pokemon in one game. We want each game to be its own thing. I think this would help sell more BDSP. On to Pokemon Unite news. And they dropped a cool image that has oh yeah a bunch of Pokemon like most wanted kind of things. It was a wanted poster. Really? Yeah, the Wild West wanted posters type thing. Yeah, it was really... Check their Twitter. Yeah. Okay. It's a bunch of, like, wanted posters with, like, a weird, like, 
design image for the one that we don't have revealed. Yeah, mm. and it's like it looks like the um, what is it? What is it? What am I thinking? The art for the attack animations is what the wanted posters are for the Pokemon we don't have yet. And it tells you, you know, what kind of role they are. There's a supporter, there's a all-rounder, and an attacker. Exciting. And the, they're the ones on the wanted poster you can see. There are also three or four pages being scattered in the air running as if something ran by really fast, a.k.a. Speedster. Sonic? So, that, that, that might be, um... That might be, um, cute, because in the little animation, there mm-hmm. are more as, like, the sheriff. Mm. Oh, that maybe might be that's what that's it. Because they're, the, they're the uh, sheriff outfit or something like that for their aura that was in the trailer. Because mm. there's a bunch of, like, it's a whole bunch of Wild West stuff, too, because they like, do the Cramorant outfit. That's, I know, that's higher end. I think there's a couple of stuff on the uh, um, point ladder, too, the uh, battle path for costume. That might be where their aura is. I don't know for sure. I haven't really, I haven't played the game in a lot. I've just been kind of keeping up to date with news. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's, uh, I've been really impressed with how well they've been keeping support going. But, um, yeah, so they also, on those wanted posters, have the month that these things are coming out. So the new all-rounder and supporter will release in February. Yay. And the new attacker will release in March. Uh, fun fact, the attacker's little drawing on there is almost exactly the same uh, attack art for the game, for the move laser focus in the video game. So, yeah, Pokemon Unite's a game. Well, if you're playing Pokemon Go because you're Pokemon going to the polls, that's a really hey, bad ah. joke. Hey, upcoming raids for February are Regirock, Registeel, and then Deoxys with the shiny available. Ooh. Ah. Uh, thank you, guys. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the Johto Tour's happening, though, I think, this month. So Something like that, yeah. Uh. Also, there's some stuff for February being the Lunar New Year, Valentine's, and the Hop Pip Community Day. Uh, and I guess, Seth, you get the really exciting news. The really exciting news, the February research breakthrough. It's gonna be none other than our staring into the void lord, Esper. Wow. Actually, it's kind of hard to get an Esper, so, like, that makes sense. That's fair. Yeah, so that makes sense. All right, I'll give it to him. Good job, Pokemon Go. You did a thing. You did it. You did a thing, guy. Uh, all right. Uh, other, I think UTC signups are over now. So unfortunately, that's still uh, on the they list. They probably are. So uh, that's that's it for the news. We're gonna kick it on over to Puckle's Pokey Quiz, where we're gonna quiz your co-host on their insane Pokemon knowledge. Oh, hi, and welcome to the Pokey Quiz, the part of the show where we quiz our co-hosts on their insane Pokemon knowledge. I'm Mark, here to explain the rules. Our fabulous co-hosts will work as a team to answer five Pokemon-themed trivia questions that fans have submitted on the Discord server. Each question is worth one point, with Pokedex and multiple answer questions worth more, for a total of seven points. The host can use a free hint at any time. If they get all the answers correct and do not use the hint, they can cash it in for an eighth point. And welcome to the trivia segment, uh, where we're going to go ahead and just start asking questions to our co-host, because we yeah. had that wonderful introduction. All right, so our first question this week 
which was curated by Liger. Liger curates all these questions. Please don't blame Thatch for not choosing your question. <laughs> blame Liger. Uh, <laughs> this is going to be from Chief. You know, like what your stepdad calls you. Uh, there are two Pokemon <laughs> tied for the most Pokedex color groupings at 6H. What are what? these two Pokemon color groupings? Because in the Pokedex, what? you can sort by color. Uh, first one comes to mind is Minior. Um, you know what? Alchemy. If you just give me... Uh, is there, are those your final answers? What were you heard, about to say? I, don't, I only heard Minior, so I'm like... I don't, I don't even know. Well, which was the other one you said, Seth? Alchemy. I get the alchemy. Are those your something with a lot of color in it? I don't think they would do something gimmicky like Ho Oh with its rainbow tail because I mean it kind of isn't, but I don't know. I kind of like I kind of like Minior and Alchemy, but I could be wrong here. I could totally see that, but I'm also just thinking of like I don't know how I don't know the like how do they determine the color? Do they do they go by forms? Do they go by the base? Do they go by this? Like because Minior, I would like. Yeah, Minior has all the colors inside the shells, but honestly, I would just go, oh, it's one color because it's brown, the shell. That would be what yeah, they would, like, go off. Yeah, that's of. true. And that's where I'm like, what the hell is six colors? Yeah. It's like, like, yeah, there's something probably really obvious that we're missing, but, like... It's not I, I don't know how, how That's only, deep, f- like, four. D- how deep are they going with when they put make that, you know? Are they, are they <laughs> yeah. like... Are they going surface level of, like, oh, look, here's this... Do you guys one, just want to answer Minior and all creamy? Yeah. Okay, sure. that's correct. Thank you. Okay. Thank goodness. Right. <laughs> All right. Oh, so, God. moving on. That's uh, that's one point for you guys. One more question. We're gonna get it from Charizardes, our favorite Pokemon. What is the highest yeah. priority move that can inflict damage? Inflict damage. That uh, can not inflict damage. Means it can cause right, damage like not in protect. general. Yeah. Well, well, yes. Wouldn't it technically... Wait, would that be it? Wouldn't I feel like it... it's... What are you thinking? I have a thought that I think be... is plus three. Oh, it would be fake out, wouldn't it be? Yeah. Uh, I was going to say faint. Faint? Oh, yeah, because it can go above protect. It can, this can yeah. also passively cause damage. What? Okay, so it's not mine. Um, the highest priority that can passively cause damage? Yeah. What? Baneful Bunker? That poisons. That doesn't cause damage. Uh, spiky Shield. That's a protect oh. class move. That So it's like level 5 or 6 priority, and it causes recoil damage. I think it's Spiky Shield, if that's the interesting wording that we're going with here. Yeah, because if it's the highest priority, that can cause passive damage. Yeah, because that... that would go even before faint. No, it wouldn't go. Well, I don't know. Oh, no, I don't think faint actually goes before. I think faint I don't goes... think it does. Yeah, that, it, it, that's it other priority. It goes through it, is the thing. It doesn't go before, it goes through it. Yeah, yeah. So spiky shield sounds right, then. Yeah. Let's go with that, then. Yeah. Spiky shield is correct. Spiky shield has a plus four priority, and cool. it, it actually beats out prankster shenanigans, uh, and it's really nice. For, first thing came to mind was, like, I was thinking prankster copycat, like, that, <laughs> that would work. I'm like, yeah. Oh, I'm like, that's, like, plus that's two, a- right? Like, that's, like... Or plus one. That's only yeah. plus one. All right. Well, you guys are two for two. Your next question is your Pokedex entry question. And this one is going to come to you from the Purple Knight. It's sword entry reads, because some of these Pokemon managed to escape after being restored or or are released into the wild by people, this species is becoming a problem. Who's that Pokemon? Okay, so it's a fossil. Yeah, it's restored. <laughs> Drake of it. No. <laughs> um, so would it be... 
Could it be Anorith? What's a know. general pesky Pokemon? I feel like Anorith would be kind of a pest. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, like, well, like it is a bug. It is like a bug. It's a pest, essentially. Yeah, I don't think it's Kabuto. Those usually talk about its shell or eyes. I don't even think that's in Sword and Shield. I could be wrong. Yeah, like, this is a Sword and Shield entry? Yes. Oh, uh, yeah, but yeah, Kabuto, they're in... I'm pretty sure they're in Sword and Shield. Oh, okay. The only I one that remember. weren't were um, Gen 4. Okay, so it's none, it's none of those for sure. Yeah. There are no Gen 2 fossils. Yeah, don't think be... Gen 1, because I think with a shell or, like, something about armor or, like, yeah. aquatic, you know? And those aren't very pest-like. Yeah. They just kind of are. And I, um, it wouldn't be the, the new leap ones. Wouldn't be a, make no the sense. leap wouldn't be a pest. Archon? No. So which ones do we have left? We have Archon, we have Tyrant, we have Aurorus, we have Amora, uh, pardon me. Tortuga. Uh, I don't think it would be Tortuga, Tortuga no. or Aurora. Or Amora. So Arkin, Arkin, Tyrant, Lilip, Ty- and Anorith. And Anorith. I think it's between Arkin and Anorith, and of the two, I would probably say Anorith. It's kind of what I'm leaning towards. Because I feel yeah. like that's something that you got, people would probably release, and I could see it being a lot more of an actual pest of some sort. Yeah. I think Lilip would be more like a bottom dweller thing, or be kind of go talking about like the sea anyway. They're like something about more the plant aspect of it. Yeah. I could see... I could see it being Archon still, but I, I I'm kind of leading towards Anorus too because I think it I think if I think Anor or Archon would be something but more about the bird aspect, not yeah I, I something like how it can't about, fly or something. Yeah, like, that. like all the entries they're talking about, like the essentially secondary typing that's not rock. Yeah, like the past part being bug, like not being able to fly, the flying aspect, you know, like. So are we yeah. locking it in? Let's lock yeah, it in. Yeah, we'll lock, lock it in for Anorus. Anorith is unfortunately incorrect. Your backup entry Darn. is from Ultra Sun. And it reads, this, po- this species lived in the seas of antiquity. Its fossils have been found bearing bite marks from Archaeops, so apparently Archaeops preyed on it. What? If in the sea an Archaeops preyed on it and it's in Ultra Sun? Yeah. And it has a shell? Yep. Is it? Is it Kabuto? What has shells? Um, we have Tur- Tortuga, Kabuto. I don't think it would be Ammonite. No, I don't think it would be Ammonite either. I just can't, like... So that rules out Arkin, though, for sure. Yeah. It would be something that Arkin preyed on. What's going to yeah. really screw us over this is not even a fossil. Yeah, right. It's just something really old. Genesect. It's Genesect. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, I, of the two, of Kabuto and Tertuga, I kind of like Tertuga because... I feel like it makes sense with the two being in the same gen. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm leaning. Am, am I making a faulty though. assumption? Probably. I want but... to make sure. Wait, see, see, is that Sea of Antiquity, though? Is that something that... Is that a place? I don't, I don't think that's I, a place. I, I, I think that's just a phrase. It might be a phrase. I don't know. Can you tell us if it's capitalized, Thatch, since you're just reading this Pokedex entry? It's not capitalized. Cool. It's just a phrase. Cool. I, I'm, I'm okay with Tertuga. I'm kind of hoping. Yeah, let's, off. let's do that. Tertuga. Tortuga is unfortunately incorrect. The answer to oh, both no, of these Kabuto? is Ammonite. Oh, what really? Hell? What? Yeah. Yep. It is Ammonite. Wow. Well, let's okay. Go, let's go back and change history. We can't have Ammonite exist anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Thankfully, a game just came out that lets us do that. Oh, yeah. Eradicate the species. Ammonite genocide. In uh, your next question is your multiple answer question. You can get up to three points here. And so, because you guys are currently two for three, so we can we can turn that up to five for four, or not five for four. I don't remember. Sure, that sounds right. Number and for this a one, number. <laughs> yep. And this one is going to be have 
Um, eight? Well, no, that's an unfair question, I think, for you guys. This one's going to have 13 answers. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, you'll get them. You'll get them. I only need, for every three you give me, I'll give you a point. Up to three okay. points. This is from Trash Panda 103. Which 13 Pokemon have characters in their name that are not in the English alphabet? Oh, oh, okay. they're not. They're not the twenty six letters. They're not letters. Yes. Okay. So I let see. me start. I'm. I'm going to type a little bit, Mister Mime. That uh, you period. have to lock them in. You do have to lock them in so that we can make it official. But yes. Yeah, Mister yeah. Mime with a period. That is lock correct. In. Porygon two with a number. That is correct. Porygon Z, Porygon with, a Z with a hyphen. That is correct. Type null with a colon. That is correct. Yeah. That's four. Um, uh, Mime Junior with a period. That yeah, I don't is, think Mr. Rhyme, too. That is correct. That is also Mr. correct. Rhyme. That is six. That's two points. Three more. I've got them typed out so we can not lose track. Yeah. Uh, are, there, there's, are there other numbers? Mm. I feel like there's other numbers. I'm trying to think. Um, there's a very easy way to get three of them right now, but just... just I'm sure. Think, yeah. I'm just trying to think of stuff, like... Because I'm like... I keep thinking of forms, but that's technically not the Pokemon. Nidoran like, male, Nidoran female. That's two. Then you need one yeah. more for all the points, and then you'll have nine. Uh, I'm just trying to cycle through stuff, and I can't think. Yeah. We've gotten through the easy ones, and now it's the more elusive ones. Are there legends that have an issue with something? I feel like there might be a legend. Uh, Something digital, maybe? Kind of what I'm thinking. I'm like, maybe there's something we have, like a legend that might just be one of them. Rotom, isn't that... It's not even a legend. So those but, are the you know forms. I mean. yeah. yeah. Those are form names. Uh, Genesect is not Agumon. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, this is what's like... Jinx Smoochum? No. Okay, that's a thing. That's a normal thing. Uh, yeah. um, I, my brain keeps shouting Gliscor because for a long time it was the only one that had an exclamation point in its Pokedex entry. So uh, <laughs> I keep getting messed up there. Oh my god. Three of them. With I'm that gonna need accidental some answers, hint, guys. it seems like they're all related. I'm gonna need <gasps> clean. Cl- no, you're missing five. Not. You're missing five, and <sighs> you're super close. You're super close, guys. There's only there's like a whole line of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just the five. It's we're, we're, we can't figure that the one line. I feel like it's a. I feel like it's a steel type just because those are weird. Uh, yeah, but I'm probably you do have wrong. the hint. You guys haven't used the hint yet today. Oh, yeah, we haven't used the hint, have oh, we? We can just use the hint because we, we already yeah, don't have... We we'll can't probably do okay it. on whatever the base stat is. Yeah, let's cache it. This yeah. is a dual type introduced okay. in Generation 7. Okay. One, of, one of the types is fighting in, in, in the line. The baby form doesn't have the fighting type, the, the smallest one. Introduced in Gen 7 and the first form doesn't have the fighting type. But there's another type, yeah, that they all have. It's scared of Tapus. What? That A fighting type scared of Tapus? Well, I mean, it's scared of Tapus because of its typing. Of the fighting typing, yeah. And its other typing. <laughs> it's Dinos, Vilas, and Hydreigon. They have German numbers in them. In Gen 7. <laughs> in Gen 7. In Gen 7. You're super close. You're super close. That, that didn't... Or fighting... Corio, isn't it? Well, Orgacorio, no. if you give me the right form, would technically count. Bale, but Ballet. Wait, no, that that's not the be... name, though. No, that's not the it's name. It's not the form no. count. I, I'll give no, it to you. No, they had forms. Come up with it, but yeah, yeah, I just thought about. it. I was like, oh wait, no, it's not Orgacorio. 
Oh. Uh, a fighting type introduced in Gen 7. What's a fighting introduced in Gen 7? That's Alola. Alola, Alolan fighting types that are a three-stage only... line, only two of which are fighting. It's not well, the no, starter. It's, it's, you were, you were on the right no. you were on the right page when you were thinking Clang. Clang. Oh, come on. Come on. There we go. All those three. There, there we go. you go. There you go. Isn't, you got you ended up with like, 11. There's two more though. Uh the ones you missed were Ho-Oh. Oh, um, yeah. Oh, wow. Uh, and then also Flabebe, because the E's aren't actually E's. They're like oh, the weird E's. Oh, that, I would have really gotten Flabebe. Uh, yeah, so uh, the, also a couple of forms I would have taken if you would have really given to me. There's a Zygarde 10%, Zygarde 50%, uh, oh, Oricorio <laughs> Pow, and then Oricorio Pom Pom. Also, oh, okay. The, the, I was thinking uh, yeah, the names of the actual Pokemon. The, yeah, I would have given them the, to you if you would have gone down that route, but you didn't. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, um, it's all the right. fact that it's a form I wouldn't right. have even encountered myself because like it's yeah. not really it didn't what, even occur to me. It's not the it's the name of the form, not the name of the Pokemon. Yeah, you guys are at uh, five points though, so that's good for you. And next question is your base stat question, as always. What watch us uh, really need? Never mind. Th- this is going to be from Liger. What grass type uh, has the lowest special attack? You typed that wrong, Liger, because it's typed highest special attack, and the answers are not that. Uh, <laughs> it is it is the lowest special attack. What grass type has the lowest special attack of all of all grass okay, type? Okay, now I feel bad that we used up the hit. Thunkern. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, that's pretty low. Those are all yeah. the same stat, though, right? Thunkern like is one all of the like... lowest BSTs in, in the game. Yeah, but it does operate off its special attack. I think it so. Does, maybe got, like, higher than like something stupid. Special attack. I don't think it's Badoo because even though it's a baby, technically. That's the same kind of thing where that line operates off their special attack. Is it RC is grass? <laughs> <laughs> it's I don't think it's Shroomish because Shroomish's um, special hey. attacks oddly higher, which makes mm-hmm. sense because it, it's mainly special when it's that form. Yeah. Bitty bitty baby grass types. Um, I can't like. I don't think it's any of the Gen One grasses because they wouldn't when everything was grass type was special they wouldn't they're have been all that um, cool. everything i'm thinking of probably around like 45 50 the only i still i'm still like i feel like sunkern and buddy are probably the one that it is i think Badoo's higher like i think Badoo's like 40 something though yeah i would say probably sunkern i'm just worried that sunkern's gonna be like oh yeah i totally forgot like <laughs> the trap answer. Or 60. yeah yeah like, i feel like it's got a bunch of fives like, yeah it is like known as one of the weakest pokemon in general but i, I think, think there's something that has lower bst i think it might be like wishy washy baby form. I'm gonna need an answer but... at some point here, guys. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying. We're just we're stalling, running through the other grass types in our head. <laughs> yeah, oh, your I'm stall, like, your stall um, is over. I know, this isn't, but this isn't it's a me on the battle. show. Remember, it's not a competitive battle, Seth. I know, I know. Do we want to go with Sunkern? I'm safe. I, I'm sure. I don't. I I'm can't think of it. anything else. My, my brain's kind of fried today. Yeah, I know. I've stayed up to like 3 a.m. the past yeah, two no, nights. Yeah, yeah. I've, I'm, I'm we're running on five hours in caffeine. So. Sunkern, then. Locked yeah. in. Sunkern is unfortunately incorrect. The answer is Pharaoh Seed with 24. Oh. Oh. Second oh, place is a tie between Sunkern, Seedot, and Bonsuite at 30. Hop up at 37, oh. followed by Cottony also at 37. Uh, so huh. there you go. Uh, you guys got five points today, seed. though. Yeah. No. Take it. Which I think changes things, like put Shamu on the board and then keep Seth <laughs> exactly where he is. And it's, uh, there, there we so go. There That's is a thing. a change, yeah. Where am I? Uh, you're in second place. Oh, ah, make... dang it. 
You're right behind Claude, who's technically within shooting distance, and he's trying to make it his life's goal, but I'm going to give him a hard Pokedex entry question next time. Good. So, in first place, we have Claude 9 with 22 points. In second place, we have Seth Vila with 19. In third place, we've got R Sigma with 14. Tied for fourth in a four-way tie is Lenny and Mark Jushiro in basket with seven. And in eighth place, we have Dr. Shamu with five. Everybody else has yet to get on the board. Maybe he'll just sign up for the next two shows. You will? <laughs> Where's the next openings? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you'll beat Claude out. I don't know. Find I'll out. just accidentally delete Claude off the sign-up sheet. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's it for Poke Quiz. If you want more Poke Quiz, be sure to tune in to us next week. Until then, we're going to kick it on over to the topic. Hey, would you like a green Tauros badge? Well, you can have one. If you come over to our Patreon at patreon.com slash pucklepodcast, we are going to be giving them out once we hit $850. We're going to be giving those to every patron at the $10 plus tier because uh, we love you guys. We'd love to see this project project made. Of course, if we hit any other thresholds on the way there, such as $800 for the week-long giveaways to the community, that would also happen as well. So if you'd be interested in getting a green Taurus badge, be f- feel free. Come on over. Uh, if you can't support the show, don't worry about it. You just listening is enough for us. So until then, though, guys, I'm Thatch, and I'll catch you guys on the flip-flop. And welcome to the topic. Our topic today is going to be first impressions and things we've seen in Pokemon Legends Arceus. The game's only been out as of recording for technically like 36 hours in the United States course we've had access to it through like various means otherwise none of it illegal none of us have done the rom it's been officially out for about 24 hours or not 48 hours now overall because japan yes. releases at like yes. 10 a.m yeah that's when before. that's when some of us some of us got it through the eShop. but i wanted just to go through some of the gameplay elements and how things feel that because that way one it's harder to spoil it for people because i know all of us are at various positions i think shamu's beat the game i've gotten credits i'm in post game stuff theoretically somewhere in the middle <laughs> Like, halfway. And then Seth is closer to the beginning. Yeah. There is stuff in post-game to do. Like, they yes, do absolutely. stuff to do. There's I won't absolutely. say what it is, other than that there are, like, there is a second thing to do. Yes, absolutely. But on that note, we are going to go ahead and jump into it. So, the first thing, and I think the most obvious thing to talk about, is that catching is way different in this. Well, maybe not way different, but it's, it's different, definitely different. There's a different way to do it. Yeah, yeah. I, I really like it because it's kind of what we've been waiting for, I think, honestly, since the game made it the jump to 3D, which was just being able to yeah. aim the Pokeball and throw it yourself, which is something you can do here. And without it, engaging in battle. Yeah, that's without, the cool part. Yeah. That's the cool part, especially since we already had overworld Pokemon for a few games now. Yeah. This is like the next step. Yeah, exactly. Catching them in the overworld now. And then how fluid it is to battling as well, because it's like it's mm-hmm. just very fluid. And on top of that, you'd think the Pokemon models would suffer as a result, but they don't. They don't. They're so no. good. They they actually the, the Pokemon models are really good. Granted, I think in this game they can through data mines. Spoilers, sorry, I guess to some extent there's like 240 Pokemon included in this game or so. So it's definitely a much smaller pool than something like Sword and Shield at launch, where you had you know 400. But yeah, this is. Uh, they definitely took their time with it. And I think, honestly, in the credits, if I remember as well, they had a significantly larger team working on the Pokemon models. I think it was up upwards of 70 people yeah, I think instead it was some... of the normal 30 or 40. Yeah, they, they had double the people, half the Pokemon. Because <laughs> also with this game, they have actual like attack animations. And yes, they're, they're... they look really One good. One thing I've noticed. This game is animated, like, incredibly. Like, some of the facial expressions are just hilarious. Like, there's some some dumb ones, but there's also, like, they did a lot of work with just, like, animation and, like, 
I'm very happy with this, and this is the kind of stuff where if we, I would have seen that in the Overworld and Sword and Shield, I think the the Dexit complaints would have gone away if it would it would have been this quality because this is this is fantastic. Like it just looks fantastic. Even during like the evolution screens, they purposely like take the eyes out, um, and that's because the eyes are separate parts of the model, so they could do that and put an algorithm in. <laughs> Yeah, like that. Is a, the evolution screen is incredible. It's very good. It is a really cool it's like so screen. Neat. Even the song is like actually nice. Like, yes. I, like I didn't. It took me a while to realize. I'm like, oh, that's a new theme. I think got like drums in it. Like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah. oh, it's it's really good. I really liked everything they did with it. Uh, the catching mechanics as well. The catching mechanics feel good, and they did a yeah, really good they, job. They with, gave like, you two ways to play with like yes, or three ways to play with the catching mechanics. Yes. Um, because they introduced, there are three different, like, balls you can get. You start yeah. off with the basic Pokeballs, you get heavy balls, which are, like, they don't have range, but you're meant to use them, like, while sneaking. You use them while sneaking, and then it gives you, it, it gives you an advantage. It gives you a better bonus. Yeah. Yeah, it gives yeah. you a better bonus. And then there's the Feather Balls, which they, they go throughout. They each go with, they each have a three-tier upgrade. Mm-hmm. Feather Balls are a straight line and have a longer distance. Yes. Then the Heavy Balls are, like, they're Those really feel good really good. doing a... They are really good. They are really good for snipe shotting. Because really? something turns their back. Yeah. Something turns their back on you. You just throw that ball and it's just like boom right in the back. And it's- you, you might not be there yet for them, Seth. I just got a couple of feather balls. I have not yeah. yet had the opportunity to throw them they because are incredible. I didn't need them for hunting Gumi. They they so. feel good. They feel good. They do you need them good. for hunting more than Gumi, I think. I was focused. I was laser focused on Gumi last night before I went to bed. So that was that was why. I haven't even tried Gumi yet. What you were saying earlier was like the seven goom, six, seven goomy like swarming you. You would have never yeah. had that situation because you would have been at a distance where they couldn't see you and got one. Yeah, that's true. Okay. That's why feather balls are incredible because you just use them mm-hmm. for long distance hitting. Like you're oh. you're off in a piece of grass, so instead of waiting for them, like if you're in the grass, instead of waiting for them to come to you in the grass, you just hide in the grass, wait for them to turn their back on you, and then you just sling one, and there you go. Yeah, it's, okay. it's yours. But the thing I is, these balls fair. have good ways to catch outside of the the heavy ball and the feather ball have good ways mm-hmm. to catch outside of battle. They do not do anything any better than a normal Pokeball in battle. Yeah. Ah. So I was thinking I was gonna mention a little we were gonna mention tips and tricks later, but I'll say that now since we're already kind of on that topic. Basic use a basic ball in actual like com if you're actually battling something to catch it, just use a Pokeball or a great ball That's or an good ultra. To know. Just okay. do that. It, so, but uh, yeah, like the catching, it does, it does feel really good. It feels really good, <laughs> and I like how fluid you can go into battles. The world feels very alive. It does. There aren't as many jarring cutscenes as a normal game, and I love it. Oh my it's gosh! Like the, the fade to black with the battle music starting. Yes, true. That takes you out of the moment a little bit in the main games. I've always kind of not liked it, and that's part of the reason that I've liked repels. But now it just kind of all happens and is fluid and all at once. Yes, I like it. I mean, if we go 100% overworld, I think this is the way to handle it. I really like it yeah. for a lot of reasons, uh, because we it even keeps the random encounter aspect to it to an extent, because mm-hmm. you have just like, you have a spawn point. The way that they handle it in the code is they have a spawn point, and that spawn point has essentially an encounter table. That's a mess. And then you can have random spawns in those spawn points. And I think that's a really interesting way to handle it, so that you can refresh and everything. I don't know. I, it makes sense to me when you can catch things in the overworld. As opposed to the way they handled it in Sword and Shield, where I still wanted random encounters because I still wanted to hunt something. Yeah. Yeah. And, but I still had to bump into it and do the cut screen and then throw my quick ball and then move on. It was, yeah. It was like it, Sword and Shield was like, here you want this, have this. And it was, it just didn't really, yeah. It didn't mesh with what the game was also. Like, I think it was just something they threw in there. I, I don't think, yes. It's something that, it's not something you throw in there, but it's really just, it wasn't like, it didn't feel like it was meant to be that way, and it felt like it was a part in, like, development. They just, like, people really like this. Let's put this in. 
Didn't they say they added it because Let's Go did so well? That was the favorite part from Let's Go. Yeah, that's right. probably what I assumed. It's probably mid-development, and they're just like, people really love it. Let's put it in. Let's do it. Let's get in real quick. Shove it in. And it just didn't really... I said it off air, and I I mean, it worked really well in Wild Area, I think. Wild Area is fine. That's fine. And, and this just feels like the fulfillment of just like a prophecy while also directing new directions for Pokemon to go. Because we, we kind of had this slow buildup to Overworld Pokemon. We had it in Let's Go, which was kind of a mess. Because they wanted you to throw the Pokeball, but you also had to enter a battle screen, and then you could only throw a Pokeball, and then it was motion controls, and nobody likes motion controls, mm-hmm. and then we moved to Sword and Shield, where we had the overworld in the wild area, and the wild area kind of felt like an afterthought, because maybe, probably, Sword and Shield started as a 3DS game, nobody knows. <laughs> mm. And then we got the uh, we got the DLC in Sword and Shield, where the wild areas were more fleshed out, and they felt closer to what we have now in, in Pokemon Legends Arceus. And now Pokemon Legends Arceus is just like full overworld. And I think it's very easy to transition what we have in Pokemon Legends Arceus because the battle system, which I want to hit on next, is much different than we would have in... Well, not much, but it's different than you would have in a traditional Pokemon game. It is different and can be harder and or easier depending on a lot of things because I've had my frustrations with it myself because it's just like... So my wife is a much more casual Pokemon player than I am, obviously, because she she also doesn't have a Pokemon podcast. Floored. Right? So she, we were playing last night, and she got really frustrated, specifically with Alpha Pokemon, which is another topic we'll jump into. But the battle system yeah. is based on speed, and the Alpha Pokemon are so much stronger and f- typically faster than yours. So sometimes you'll just throw Pokemon out, and they're just going to get pelted by Hyper Beam three times. Yeah. It's really annoying. Because it's not exactly speed, speed tiers like you would have in Pokemon. Not everybody gets a turn to try. It's it's definitely very confusing for people who didn't understand that it was different or how it was different, I think, and jumping into it, which which makes me think this is definitely like a more hardcore Pokemon experience, like in game, uh, yeah. which I do think it is because I think the difficulty level is not like great. I think the difficulty level is right where it should be. My only problem, my only problem with the, the difficulty curve is that I did find myself much like in BDSP, my Pokemon leveled very fast, but maybe it's because I went off and like I explored if a lot more. If you are more. going off and doing every single thing, you're going to overlevel. Yes. I finished the game underleveled because I stopped after a minute. Because I, I, at toward the end, I kind of just like got through the rest of the game. Yeah. And I was doing a lot of stuff early on. Like early on, I was getting kind of like overleveled to a degree. And then it was like, I just kind of like toward the end, it kind of like you've done the stuff and you're just trying to like, okay, I want to get to the end part because I've seen the areas now. I want to kind of go through and finish it up. And it's like, I finished it with like... 55 to like 60 mm-hmm. i think where, okay. where my levels were gotcha which is reasonable so, that's typically where most people end with the pokemon and even game now i've been doing a lot of stuff post um i only have my high levels at 63 that i'm like currently using in my main team huh. so it's like and yeah there are there are things that are higher than like that there's like i see that yeah. 77 alpha like the alphas are going to be what your high high levels are like but yeah back to the battling though yeah we we'll go back to battling off. before we go too far off the main path yeah it's so hard because we've got so much. We there's too much. <laughs> I love it because a lot of new things change. And again, with the battling, a lot of it is the speed tiers are really wonky. It's wonky. If you have a lot of if you have a lot of slow things, You're you will those. have a hard time. Even if they're bulky, you are oh, going to have no. a hard time. Yeah. Don't tell me that. Yes, no. Seth. Yes, Seth. Like I had low pony. Low pony has been really good just because it's fast and it can actually hit hard. And because mm-hmm. what will happen is if you're too slow. Well, we'll say, okay. So, for example, I send out a slow Pokemon against the fast one. That fast, like, we'll say the fast one has two turns in a row. Or not even, um, no. Well, yeah, I think we're getting, I think we're getting too a... much into the weeds here. I don't want to go this far into the weeds where we're going through a battle by battle. I'm just sad now because all my team is slow boys and they're all weak to ice. It's, it's the issue of if you have a slow Pokemon and something is super fast, 
and you send out something faster, it won't take that thing's speed into account until that other Pokemon's turns go through. Yes. Uh, yes. So it can literally, like, you accidentally send out a slow thing first, mm-hmm. and then even oh, if it's, no. like, that faint, and you send out something even faster than the thing you're fighting, Yep. it's just gonna go, oh, oh no, you, it calculated this with the slow thing, so it's gonna get it three turns in and, like, destroy your entire team. Interesting. Okay. There, there are definitely problems with it, and a lot of people are, yes. it, there are times where you can figure it out and kind of make it work, and then sometimes where it's just, like, you just get, it's just, it's just BS. It's just like, okay, um, how, why, what? <laughs> I dig it. You I just still dig it. it. it is fu- I'm not saying it's like, it's still fun. It's a game is still fun and stuff. And that's fine. It's, they're the way you learn stuff through it. It's just, there are times when if you're like fighting an alpha super early too, you just, you shouldn't be fighting an alpha super early. You can try. Yes. I'm not saying don't try, but don't, don't expect to go, oh, look, I can raffle stomp that and like one shot. No, you're not going to one shot. It's going to like destroy half your team and you're going to run away screaming. And then you fear, and then the fear of Wormpole is put into you. Let's let's pivot let's pivot to Alpha Pokemon because we've talked yeah. about them so much. <laughs> yeah, right? we've talked so much about them. Yeah, they they're these uber powerful Pokemon that walk around. They're meant to destroy your entire team. They are yeah, meant to be a it. big like a boss essentially. They, and it's like a little mini boss that's roaming around all the time. You can't catch them, which is a really cool mechanic that I really enjoy. That you can like you could risk it for the biscuit and try to catch it <laughs> after you battle. Because I've caught a few already, which is you can catch them. You can definitely catch them, and later like once you um. You can lock on to them to see the catch rate, and it, the, yeah. it changes if you hit them in the back or not. Or no, it how does. You're doing it. It catch, catching Pokemon in the back is uh, it gives you higher catch rates in general, which is really yes. nice. Yes, and so, certain alphas you can't, you just can't catch them from the front. You actually have to hit them in the back or battle them yep. or or have them lured in with bait. Yep, by using a berry. Oh, if they're yeah. eating food. Their catch rate goes up. And talking about the living world a little bit, so typically they'll have alpha Pokemon in areas with like smaller versions. Like you, like uh, an example is. Uh, in the Crimson Mirrorlands, which I think you're in right now, Seth. Yeah. They there's the little hippopotas like section, and there's a yep. there's a big hippodon that's an alpha Pokemon there. I am very aware of that big hippodon. Yeah. <laughs> it charged me and scared the crap out of me. If the little hippo, if the little hippopotas gets really scared and like it, it gets a little exclamation point, like it sees you and you can't just throw your balls at it anymore. It like calls Mama over. Oh, it di- that's what did it. That's what did. Okay. Okay. It's like this living world of just like these big, these big mama Pokemon are everywhere. Cause uh, that explains it. Occasionally you can also yeah. get Ursaring and Teddy Ursa like that as well. Yeah. 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 That happened to me too. There, there are some like static on the map. Yeah. Mama yeah. bear comes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Comes. Yeah. There's, there's some that are static on the map. Like in the first one, there's, uh, there's a wormpool in the little meadow. There's a low punny off to the side of the heart world, heartwood, I think it is. Yes. Heartland, something like that. Oh, yeah, there's okay. also some that, and they also can just randomly spawn. Like yeah, I've there's had some also extra can, ones. Like by the Heartwood area, like where the Cleavor is. Yeah, is a a Shinx. A Shinx will randomly spawn. Sometimes that's just an Alpha. And it's like, oh, okay. Um, yes. Mm-hmm. Some Alphas are really ridiculous. Some of them are like, oh, it's not that great. Like Baneri is hilarious. It's literally the size of the player, like the body, not the not the ears, the body of the Baneri, the size of the player. And I'm like, oh, oh it's just a little little chungus. I love it. It's like great. I caught an Alpha Whirlpool. Yeah. Oh no, that thing is wow. terrifying. It's just like the size of you, but that a thing is terrifying because Poison Sting is one of the scariest. Like Poison Sting and the pulses are the scariest moves to see because they hold. Oh my gosh! Yes, and Poison Sting has a huge range. Mm-hmm. A so huge does Water range Pulse. And really good tracking. If you go after the Goomies, don't take on more than once, or you'll get six Water Pulses that follow you to the face. Word <laughs> yeah. of advice. Oh my god! Yeah, it's a. There's there, there some scary things. Yeah, I love it. It's so cool. I want. I want to pivot again to crafting now. Yeah. Because crafting's yeah. in this game. Your Pokemon crafting system is here, Thatch. Yeah, and it's almost good. 
it, it's almost good. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's almost what I want, because I love the idea of being able to collect and just craft your Pokeballs and everything. The thing I want, mm-hmm. uh, the thing I wish we had was we had more types, because like Shamu said, we have like three lines of Pokeballs, essentially, that you can use. There's a total of nine in the game, I believe, yeah. which is essentially three types and three tiers. In my mind, this is a good start. Uh, <laughs> it is a <laughs> good start. Until, only until later on is it is not really effective to craft. They're worth the same amount. Yes. Oh, no, really? No. Yeah. Yeah, they are flat out. The, only until later, um, buying it is a little more expensive. Okay. Like I think Ultra Ball tier is when it's a little more expensive because well, I mean, to make a Pokeball just... you need to make a basic Pokeball you need one Apricorn, one Tumble Stone. Apricorns are forty. Okay, uh, but Tumble Stone is sixty. But it's also just free the... to like go out and get the stuff. Oh no, it's totally free. Exactly. No, there, there's, a, there's an upside to going out and just hunting it all. But sometimes, yeah. like what, what happened to me a lot, like didn't get a lot of Apricorns, but I got a crap ton of Tumble Stones, so I would just go buy a bunch of Apricorns yeah. and craft them that yeah, way. Yeah, exactly. No, that's completely understandable. And that's really nice. That is a nice thing. There was a material seller in the base, so like, yeah. hey, I'm missing this piece. You can go buy that like Apricorn you're missing or that Tumble Stone you're missing for like a reduced price. It's it's worth it. It's just one of those things to keep in mind love like later on. I think it's necessary for Pokemon because this is a new style game for people who would typically buy a Pokemon game yeah. and there's no crafting in other ones. I, I think this is really good and a really good start. This is a very good start. I'm I'm hoping we get new Pokemon and Legends Arceus type games where we can craft Pokeballs. Yeah. I hope they add on some more things because I really love that we have yeah. the heavy ball and the and the feather ball and that they do different things than like the traditional heavy ball and the feather ball is completely new. They do different things. But what I would really like to see is more things like we saw out of like the Kurt balls. Yeah. I, I would like to see that. But that, like this is a good start. And if there's going to be more stuff like this. I think that is technically um I haven't tried it yet, but there are lures that work on better Pokemon. I have a feeling that yes. they might increase the catch rate of those Pokemon if they're eating them. Like like a lot more like significantly i just like them for bling and i wanted in the pokeball oh, i get it I, I think the pokeball <laughs> we need is one for battle yeah yeah that'd be cool because i would like if you had um a nest like a nest ball or something something where like hey it's lower on hp or if it's got a status like something that makes it worthwhile to use this ball for battling even like something like a beast ball for alpha pokemon you know yeah like i, I guess it would make sense more for that to happen in post game i think than in post game maybe i'd I don't know if it's really necessary because if you look like when you're like looking at the catch rate of things yeah, and like even the alphas, I think it's the base catch rate on an alpha itself that's harder and I don't think they want you to just go. Oh no, that's absolutely true. I can see why. Like if you catch an, I randomly caught an alpha, like I just threw a ball, I'm like I'm just gonna throw this ball at it and run past it and if I catch it, I catch it and I caught it. I was like, what? I, I didn't think I could catch it because it's like level 70. I'm like, okay. I mean, you can. I, I didn't think I should have caught that, but okay, I'll take it, you know? But You're able just- to catch things. Yeah. Uh. Oh, I know, I know, I know. It's just one of those things of, like, because they don't... It was before I figured out that, essentially, backstrikes will work on some alphas, even though they're insanely high. Because mm-hmm. it doesn't really... It, when you hover up, when you, like, lock on a Pokemon, you can, like, see, like, oh, will it work? 90% of the time, it's just a red X, but they don't... It doesn't factor. And you have to, like, have the ball aiming and at the back, and they have... Like, you have to have all these components already in place to see that the catch rate is possible, and I didn't even check it, but, like, it's just... I don't think they need something for Alpha specifically, because the catch rate on them is essentially almost equivalent to a, like, a harder Pokemon in that area, so it's a little higher. And yeah. from some of the modifiers I had, it was like, some of them were like, oh, this catch should be insanely easy. And it's like, how? You know? Like, but I, I don't think they need that for that. It's kind of like the thing that Linian talks about when we do PTU sometimes, when, you know, we're off air, he's talking about how it's sometimes difficult to, uh, 
set up wild encounters because there's a chance, based on how well you roll dice, that you just remove an enemy from the field completely. Yeah, that as can't if, like, happen. you power word kill it. So doing being able to kind of do that is interesting. Yeah, and to make it like, I think alpha Pokemon are fine with their cash rate too. Because again, just to say, hey, here's a threat that's just gone. Yeah. And that no longer makes it a threat. You know, if you have something that makes it like an instant catch on alphas, not saying it would be an instant catch. But by doing that and removing that, like, threat, that means alpha Pokemon are no longer a threat in the game at all. Which Yeah, that's why it would be post ruins, or really hard to get. Yeah. Like, if you catch one, you go, oh, 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 God, I caught one. Holy, oh. Like, yeah. That's, no, no, we, that's yeah. what it should, that, that should be the feeling, not of like, oh, look at alpha, I'm going to go get it. You know, like. I want to try to move on now. <laughs> yeah. Instead of just talking about Alpha Pokemon, but I, I want to talk about the Pokedex completion stuff. Oh boy. Oh goodness. I like it for two reasons. One, I, I like that it can be short if you want it to be short because you yes. max out a Pokemon's page after completing 10 of the missions on it. But the, I like as a completionist the ability, I like the flexibility because there are something like 30 missions on each page for you to do and it is like see this pokemon use this attack this many times and stuff like that so there is like you can completionist it mm-hmm. and you still get experience to like level up your rank if you go and you do that stuff yeah there's rewards that aren't necessary i have definitely chosen moves in battle for the specific purpose of yeah, leveling right? up that pokedex even if they may not like they're not going to be the bad move but they're just not the optimal move yeah as a it's battler. grinding research the pro move Seth, is to just go ahead and find two of them that match up. You need Graveler to use rock rock pol- or uh stealth yeah, rock. Yeah, go fight a bunch of go right a fight a bunch of birds. Yeah, go find a bunch of birds that you're supposed to use a bunch of rock type moves on. Exactly and, what I did. Exactly. Yeah, that's what you do. And you can get two for one. Kill, literally literally killing two birds with one stone, Seth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. One of Zoroark's is like, he used Nasty Plot like 25 times. I just went up oh. to him a choke. It had nothing to hit me with, and I just spammed mm. Nasty Plot 20 times. Ha! And I was like, nice. there you go. Good. I like that. It's one of those things, and if you do perfect it by, and by per- perfecting it, is completing every research task. It gives you an extra roll on the shiny odds. So there's like a, it's a oh. worthwhile thing to do. Oh, I didn't realize perfect- that. Yeah, so actually ha- having a complete deck entry is an extra roll okay they they took the sword and shield shiny hunting method which isn't really a shiny hunting method oh shiny hunting and this is gray should we just transition to that no that's in the end <laughs> that's at the end we're not gonna <laughs> okay, jump into fine. that yet okay we're good we're gonna be good <laughs> you're gonna be good and you're gonna calm down because i'll let you give me a whole spiel on shiny hunting and i will cut you off after five minutes uh <laughs> moving on though uh i i just really like it i think it's really cute and again, that's where a lot of the content is. Yeah, I hope I would love I for say, that like, to keep happening in future Pokemon games. Like you can still have the gyms, but then you could actually still feel like a researcher because at the beginning of every Pokemon game, they're like, here's your Pokedex. Go fill it in for me. And this this would be great. We're essentially building the deck entries. Yeah, no, this this would be really great. I hope they keep this and eat like I, I hope Legends Arceus outside of the battle system, honestly, is just new Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I've already said this a lot. This, a lot of this is like the game isn't perfect no but it's a lot of this is a step in the right direction yeah. and that's fantastic them seeing hey it's a breath of fresh air like them seeing hey yeah. here's something we're yeah. doing and a lot of people are going like yeah there's issues but hey this is it's still, uh, there still, are. still a good game we'll talk about those issues here in a minute the coolest feeling i think going into it is i you know we all and probably all you listeners as well have been playing pokemon games for yes ever and this is Classic Pokemon mechanics in some places, some specific callbacks that trigger nostalgia, for example, the flute being the intro music to the Diamond and Pearl games. Oh, I dislike I dislike that flute, by the way. 
Oh, I love it. Not because of the sound, but because they're just like, yeah, we should 3D model this really cool flute that's going to be really central to the mechanics. And they're just like, what should it look like? And somebody goes, a PVC a PVC pipe? PVC uh, pipe? PVC pipe. A PVC pipe. Mom, 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 I found the cardboard container for the paper towels. They could have given it a little bit of something, so they could have sold it as a roleplay toy. That's all yeah. I'm saying. Okay. Or, or put like runes or unknown yeah. symbols on it. Yeah, right? Just some unknowns. I'm surprised sneezes make that sound, though, you know? Because it literally just looks, when you play, it looks like you're like sneezing into the tube, and it just makes like a, a bunch of different yeah. pitches. It's really complex on the inside, Shamu, okay? No, I guess so. What I was saying, though, is that this this game is a really cool hybridization of new stuff that feels different and cool and old stuff that, you know, a Pokemon fan will understand and be able to approach with. Like, the yes. battles don't get really complicated until after you've had a couple rounds with it. Uh, you naturally discover a few things as a player along the line and may get a tutorial on it later if you haven't caught up to it yet. Mm-hmm. I It's so cool to have this hybrid of old Pokemon and new Pokemon at the same time in the same game. So if you've stepped away from main Pokemon, you might step into this and really enjoy it. Like my brother has been not big in the main Pokemon games for a long time. He's considering buying this because it looks new, interesting, different enough that it would gauge his interest again. No, I think this is absolutely a direction they should keep going in. Yeah. I didn't understand what some people were saying on Twitter because a lot of people were playing the ROMs early. Um and they're just yeah. like, oh, I'd be okay if this was Pokemon Forever. And I was like, well, I mean, it doesn't have the battle system. And I think that's literally my only gripe at this point is that like, I want the traditional battle system for PvP and even maybe in-game battles. I don't know. I'd be okay with Frostbite being here over Freeze, personally. Give me special burn. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's because of just the way like special attack and physical attack operate in the, in yeah. the, in the meta. But the final thing I wanted to talk about before we can go and let Shamu loose. <laughs> is I want to just talk about the move system briefly because it is the best thing ever that they should keep forever. Um, Uh So you have a one person who is essentially a move tutor, but you don't get the move moves for free and you don't get them by grabbing some some bull crap item that you had to do before. You just pay her stupid shard. Yeah. Pay your money, teach move. Teach me move. And then my Pokemon, my Pokemon has this list of moves that the hard scales used to pay for, but I can just teach it to whatever it used to know all the time. Isn't it yeah. permanent? Yeah, it's permanent on their it's list. Permanent. It's permanent yeah. on their list, and it's great. I also like the I like the battle styles, not because of how they work mechanically in battle. I like them as a way to like quote unquote level up moves. Yeah, and I I really move master. I hope they find a way outside of this battle system to incorporate something like that. I really like the battle styles thing. I hope that stays on it. it like, get rid of mm-hmm. action speed, maybe. Figure out a new thing for agile style. But I really hope that stays. And the cost of being, like, an extra power point to do a little bit more damage at the cost of, I don't know, maybe your next move does less damage or something like that. Yeah, I, I think it would need to be balanced a little bit more than that because I, even then, like, power points aren't that much. You can think of a lot of moves with a lot of high power point values that people could just yeah. spam. Because also, when you go into some of these... these uh Let's say, um, not agile style, what's the strong style? Uh, what yep. can happen is also it's very close to the Urshifu styles, which I it's wonder. Ex- almost exactly. Yeah. I love uh, it. Yeah. I wonder if that had anything to do with they anything. Aren't that, I will say this game is, the thing is that, that I don't think that can come to normal game without overhauling yeah. the entire combat. Yeah. Thing, they need to do a lot. Even, they need to do a, a lot. A lot of moves are nerfed with that in mind because something yeah. like close combat exactly. is only 100 base power. Yeah. And then also think, but think about something like Thunder, right? A lot of these moves when you Thunder's go to strong also, style. I think only 100 base power. It might be 120, actually. I can look at this actually right now. If you go to like a strong style move, though, what happens is it removes the accuracy. Yep. Yeah, it's 100. Uh, but, so, but that also has 10 PP. And so you could think to yourself, oh, I'm just going to spam this with strong style. 
and it's still five, five pp times. yeah but that's five pp and that's without pp ups by the way seth um and that's just yeah. as many as you'd have with a hydro pump or something like right <laughs> i like it as an idea though like i i like don't even make it it doesn't have to be a 50 percent. it's not a choice item yeah. make it a 20 a 10 no, that's what, i don't so strong style is what it comes down to it's about a fourth or a fifth of your power is added or reduced yeah i love it yeah. that's such a cool because, mechanic um, and gives like pokemon 60s... battles so much more like not like dynamax yeah. level unpredictability but like move by move unpredictability maybe there's a gauge that you can like then allows you to like there's options here for mainline at this point we were just making a new mechanic though seth like yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's true at, at this point you're just making it how about they hold a crystal and then the move turns into something else and you could no, use it once no. per battle <laughs> no stop it there there are ways to balance it but they'd have to do it because the thing is this game is a massive overhaul on a lot of stuff like base yeah. stats are wonky to a degree attack stats are wonky no the base stats are fine they have something new that calculates it there's a new value there's a new value because what i'm saying like you get a level five and it's got like 100 base attack you know it's it's just because of the way the game the game decides things the level difference isn't as bad as it used to be i think like i think you could grab like say a level 20 and be able to survive against level 30s and be able to do some damage and not just like the little itty bitty health bar bit that you used to be able to do before with such a massive difference it makes everything a bit more balanced in this sphere which and this is one of the aspects i've seen it done actually well like there's other places where they're like everything's essentially the same mod it makes every area no matter what level you're in a little bit scary that's yeah. Yeah. that's that's what I like about no, it. A level thirty can destroy your level fifty if it hits right. You know, yes. like it's yep. kind of insane. Like I've gotten one of my mods that it's not really defensive, but it's been like, oh, it just took half from a bite. I'm like, oh my god, like yeah, the huge chunk of damage. Like I didn't expect that, but like okay, mm-hmm. like the but yeah, the moves like the styles are good. I think they're they're fun. I think it's fun in this context. I think in this yeah, context, it makes, it, it, makes yeah. it fun. Yeah, I'm okay with there being two two mainline games, one with the yeah. more traditional battle system, and then one with this battle system. I think that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Pokemon Legends next legendary. Yeah, I don't think they like can kiss, uh, but that's just me. I don't. I still think you should we'll get. See. We should get Pokemon Pokemon Legends Unova, and we get Magic Dragon. Ew, no, skip Unova. That I honestly I could see them doing Unova in the style because it's still the the, the original yeah. dragon. They can go. They can go. The that original whole, dragon. That that's cool, a whole honestly. new Pokemon in general, and it'd be really cool. Yeah, that would be the thing they okay, would go with. Yeah. I could see that happening. That would be, be one really I would cool. like to actually see. Though they, they they did uh they did take some Pokemon from that that uh, gen, so we'll see if that uh we'll see what they replace there. They didn't take any of the Pokemon from this gen. And, I mean, it's going to be like a whole space-time thing like it is now. They they took stuff from Gen 5 and they finished it in this game. I understand what you mean, but I don't think it means that they won't do Gen 5. They, they, they took... I'm not saying... Oh, no, I'm not saying they're not going to do Gen 5, but I'm just saying, like, it's just the fact that they, they've taken stuff from that Gen to do stuff with. They'll just have to take stuff from somewhere else and edit it to there yeah, as well. Yeah, I mean, you know? we'll just get... We'll get something from Gen 6, you know, and we'll throw it in. Yeah, Gen 6, Gen 5, I'll take it. Or we'll know? get the Zygarde game we've always oh, wanted. There you go. We're done. I'm gonna. I want to go and talk about just like a couple of the gripes I have, and maybe you yeah, guys have them too. I mean, they're, no, they're not bad. <laughs> I've heard some common complaints. I think the number one thing that you see in all the reviews, and I agree with them, is the gameplay is really good. The game structure is really good, but the game looks like poop. If the game has some graphical issues. Eh. I'm not even a graphics guy. Okay, I play Nintendo consoles. No, yeah, yeah. I would like to say I can ignore it, but it's hard. It's hard to see when you see um. I'm not a graphics guy, Seth, okay? And this time I sat down and they booted up the game and I played it on my, my PC monitors instead because we were streaming it when, we, when I started. And man, 
there's just some moments where I'm just like, I don't know that I can do 40 hours of this. But once I got it onto right. like, once I got it onto the handheld and I got it onto the TV, it was okay. It was more, more manageable. Really? Yeah. I think it might be, I, there's definitely an issue where it just doesn't have like anti aliasing on, I think. Okay. If it has anti aliasing, it would be great. The game would be fine. Yeah. My, that's my, that's my like major complaint. I don't think it's too bad. On I think on the Switch screen, with the resolution that that is, you're fine. The one time you'll notice a lot is if it's rain, and I'm sorry to ruin the rain for you, but like the, the rain and water bad. messes with mechanics a lot. Not mechanics, but graphics a lot. Like, yeah. I've caught something in the water, and you just see the Pokeball with like random pixels around it, and I'm like, what? Okay, I'm just, I look away. I just like look away, I'm like, mm. It glitches out. You'll, you'll see the pixels on your trainer. Huh. Like, I could see, like, the little hair clip in the back for the female. It's, like, it's like a, like, maybe, like, 15-pixel image there. It's, like, it looks bad in the rain. Okay. Uh, maybe I'm just not picky. I haven't... I like the trainers because they get affected by the weather, in a sense. Like, you'll see them, like, actually look wet, and then the snow, they actually have, like, the snow on them and, like, freezing. Mm-hmm. It looks good, but it messes with the graphical stuff in the game because this is not meant... The Switch can't handle this, I don't think, is <laughs> what the issue okay. is. I think my issue is more that they just need higher-res textures, and they just need higher, uh, higher-res models. And I think they've made a sacrifice because of the draw distance that they have on the Pokemon spawns. It's that, and I think it's a system system capabilities too. I don't think the Switch to can actually handle this to a degree, and they had to like balance stuff out. I don't know if if the Switch can handle Breath of the Wild. I think the Switch can handle could handle this. I think Pokemon's in a similar style though to Breath of the Wild. It's definitely a different set of textures. I think you could make higher res textures. Like you could. I'm not saying you can't, but it's the fact that I just it's not. They don't look the same at all. I don't see them. That's I. I'm. We're gonna have to agree to disagree. I wouldn't compare. It, I wouldn't compare it to Breath of the Wild, other than an open world game. I'll. I'll be the. I'll be the contrarian here as well, and say that you know, for, as far as graphics are concerned, I haven't had much complaint. But maybe, like I said, maybe I'm just not picky. Maybe I have rose-colored glasses. It's not constant. There are situations where it happens. It's no, no. It gets. It definitely gets better. It's definitely gotten better for me as time's gone on. Yeah, but there's definitely that. It, it, like it's a minor nitpick because, like I said, I'm not a huge graphics guy. But there are moments yeah. where it's just, like, distractingly bad. You know what I Interesting. mean? Interesting. Yeah, I haven't had that yet, so. It's one of those things where you spot it and it's hard to just not, just, like, notice it's there. Uh, okay. Yeah. Like the arrow in FedEx. It's, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I try to ignore yes. it, but I see it and it's just there. And I'm like, oh, I wish I didn't see that. It's like it's like when someone points out the spot on the movie screen. It's like oh, that no. stain or something like that. Yeah. It's like that uh, thing. Like, you know, that like, I don't want to see that. Like, it's like the, the rain. The Starbucks coffee cup in Game of Thrones kind of yeah. things. Yeah, exactly. And the problem is it happens all the time. You'll accidentally pay attention to it and you'll be like, oh, man. <laughs> oh, dang it. Yeah. Like the fact that the Disney Disney D is actually a letter D. That took yeah. me like 20 years to see. I thought it was a funky G for a while, okay? Yeah, I thought it was like a, a treble clef or something. I have another another little nitpick or two. The one thing I've heard some people say, too, is the fact that like the world seems kind of empty and I can't, uh... I, I can't agree or really totally disagree with them because there's some times where it's just like... I think it's meant to be, though. It is kind of meant to be, I feel. That's the point? You're establishing the world. Yeah, like, I get it, and I also, like, it's one of those complaints where I get it, but I also don't get it, because I'm like, I don't know. Have these people ever gone to, like, the woods before? Because I've been to the (laughs) woods. Right. And you don't just see deer walking around. Like, I get it. I get sometimes, because, like, I've done running around, and it's like, you know, I kind of wish this wasn't just like this a little more, because sometimes it does feel empty after a little bit. But it's also one of those things of like I it, it's kind of I think partially meant to be like what do you what what do you want do you want a crammed pack full of stuff like right? I don't like, think I'd want that you know 
you need to have some some you need to have it be empty because if not you can't sneak yeah. on anything which is a problem i was having very early on there there are some areas where it's insanely hard to sneak and i wish there was a bit more grass or a bit more like clear cover yeah you know? exactly you like go to the you go to the obsidian field lands you're having a good time and then you go to the crimson whatever it's called yeah there's no grass anywhere that was the gumi problem that i had there's like no grass and there's like 17 carnivine everywhere and they'll like instantly want to kill you Right? You're just like, you're just like, oh, this isn't like the Obsidian Fieldlands at all. <laughs> this is the worst. Yeah, there, there are some areas where it's like, it's overpopulated, and there's some where it's like, not populated at all. I think they need to like, turn down the Pokemon aggression knob just like a little bit on a couple of the Pokemon. No. No. Turn down nothing. Turn down for what? I think it's okay, because that's a, then a, that's a difficulty thing. That makes that yeah. Pokemon harder. I think that's kind of, I think most of them are fine. I want to feel threatened. <laughs> I, I do agree, might be one or two, but they're more of the fringe case because they're not that common. That's fair. Alongside with the little thing there, um, there's a couple times where the game will chug and there are crashes can happen. You can leave autosave on or you can turn it off. Up to you up, if you want to huh. take that risk. I've had it crash on me once at least. I think that's only been once for me. I haven't had it crash at all. Not me it, either. It has chugged for me twice. Like the screen like stopped. It stopped like playing. I'm like, really? Oh. Yeah. Are you on a launch switch? I'm on a launch switch. No, I haven't this is had a newer that. one. Okay. It's not brand new, but at least like it's not launched. This is not a launch switch. Mine's better. Maybe I'm not far enough in. Maybe that's it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know what was happening. I don't know if it was like a bunch of things were moving or it just kind of triggered something. I don't know. Because I know that I will say the crash happened when I, I panicked. I sent something out. I rolled. I think a bunch of stuff happened at the same time and it just caused it to like just kind of panic, freak out, and then crash. It has autosave on by default, so it shouldn't be an issue, but... I guess if no one else has anything to say, I'll go transition to why you might want to have autosave off. Release the Kraken. D- tell us about that, and then tell us about shiny hunting, and then we're gonna we're gonna end it. Yeah. Well, because the reason you want autosave off is for shiny hunting. Explain. So the game what we talked about earlier was the research, where if you have a perfect one or if you have a completed one, it gives you an extra shiny roll. If you have a perfected one, it gives you another shiny roll on top of that. Okay. But there are also things called outbreaks, which can happen randomly. Post-game, they happen a lot more often. Oh. I've seen them happen before. I went and I caught a bunch of Togepi when it happened. Yeah. They, they they happen much more rarely in the main story, but afterwards, like, I've got two active right now in two different areas. So it's like, they will happen more commonly post-game from what I can tell. But what they do is, with no modifiers, they make the shiny chance go from 1 in 4,000 to 1 in 500 and something. Oh my gosh. Really? One in 500 at the outbreak? That's, that's with no addition. That's, that's flat. That's, that's nothing. Flat. Oh my nothing. gosh. So then you still get the extra rolls from the completed research if you've done that. Because what it does is it, it uh, I'm going to try to pull it up real quick before I, I though. Well, the math gets pretty easy then, it feels like, if it goes to one in 500. Because what it does is it becomes, it gives you an extra like 25 rolls for a shiny. That's so many. That's good, though. Wow. I like this. I like this. But the thing is, uh, when you go to the area, I don't know if I haven't confirmed this or not, or I don't know exactly if it's taking this into account already, but when you go to an outbreak, up to four Pokemon will spawn at the same time. Yes. So if I'm under, if I'm, if my math is right, that would make it four out of 151. Uh, because you have four spawns. You have four rolls. Yeah, you get, you're essentially getting four rolls. Yes. Yeah. And they will spawn... Therapy says 15 minutes, but as far as I'm aware, it's spawn. they spawn, like, up to 10 Pokemon. So if you knock one out, yeah. another one will spawn up to 10. I don't think it's 15 minutes, because I've definitely went to an outbreak, and it ended out, It ended very quickly, because I just threw balls at them and caught them all. Well, no, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like, wow. It might be, like, yeah. a 15-minute timer in the long run, but if you yeah. catch, I think the Pokemon limit is 10. Yeah, I think there's a limit on the number of Pokemon, for sure. I mean, 10's still good. Yeah, it's 10, 10 Pokemon where you get that extra 25 rolls is pretty decent. And the thing with the save... um. 
a save mechanic in this game. If you save in the area, it saves everything in the overworld. Yes. Okay, yeah. So, for example, you see a shiny in the wild, you can save right then and there, and if that shiny runs away, reload your save. Yep. Oh. And that's why you might want to have autosave off, because if you do certain things, it'll just trigger the autosave and save over. Mm-hmm. Uh, or okay. say like, because example, like I'm in I'm in Jubilee right now. I've got a outbreak in another area. I'm saving before I go to that area, so when I go to that area, it'll generate a new overworld for me. Understood. Okay. If I had auto save on and went there, it would auto save with that current overworld. So those, and if there was a shiny there, it's cool. But if there's not, then I lose four encounters. Understand. Because every time you go somewhere, the overworld will like it'll regenerate. You know, it'll it'll everything will spawn. I enjoy this. This is a much better shiny hunting method, in my opinion. I like it too. And it is. It totally is. Because it feels, and with how the catching mechanics works, it feels so much better to do. We we haven't had a shiny, a good shiny hunting method, I think, since Dexnav. Oh, like, well, even, I didn't care for Dexnav myself. This is the first I like Dexnav. Like, I really enjoy this. Like, I'm, like, actually shiny hunting actively. Like, I'm trying to. If I see something I want, I'm going to go for it. I had a Voltorb. I missed it. I didn't get the Voltorb, unfortunately, but I. Cause I messed it up. I didn't really figure it out until later. I've got one now. I'm like, I've got a Zorark active. I'm going to hunt that thing. I'm going to get one of those things before that thing goes away. I'm not letting that go. Like, hmm. I want that. Understandable. So, it's just, and it's like, and it feels much more doable, too, when you've got one in 150 odds. You've got yeah, yeah. a bunch of Absolutely. spawns. Absolutely. It's it's like chain fishing. Yeah. And well, even then, this is much more active. It's more like you're, it's more action based. It's, it's more. No, no. It's, it's something that requires some skill, which is something that I think I've hated about shiny hunting since we didn't have it in Dex now. It's easy to, like, it feels like it's much more reasonable to get a shiny too. Does it make the odds super low? Yeah. It yeah. Kinda, like, if people really want it because they're rare, okay. But, like, I think this makes it much more accessible. We've got people going out on community days for shinies all the time in Pokemon Go. I think Go the Hold of the Beast. That's insane. It's a similar, it's a similar ish, like, shiny yeah. rate on community days so like it doesn't i don't feel too bad about it but yeah, it is really like it's really nice to be able to go out and do and like you can even just get one randomly there is a there is one um there's a side quest you can do to get one guaranteed shiny i will say mm-hmm. it's the same thing every time you've probably seen it but i won't yep. say what it is in case you want to spoil it you don't want to know that makes sense this this is a good this is a good overview i think we did it I think yeah. we talked yeah. about it. I feel like there's one little thing I was going to pop in there. I just can't remember what it was. And that's okay. Save it for there's next so time. There's so many things like that, so. There's a bajillion little things. There are. I love it. Game good. Game good. Game good. There there are downsides, sure, but the game is still good and worth $60. I think the downsides are, like, super minor. <laughs> They're super minor compared to what they've given us. Yeah, I think compared to past Pokemon games, this feels like effort was put into it. <laughs> like, for the lack of a better descriptor. For such a breath of fresh air, I'm okay with inhaling a yeah. little bit of smoke or dust by accident, you know? I'm yeah. okay with that. Yeah. Like, for how good this is, this is, like... That's a it's, good metaphor. They're doing a yeah. whole new thing. I can exp- I can understand that there's some issues. That's fine. That's fine. It's, it's yeah. understandable. It's like it's your first time doing something like this in a sense too. It's like you have to transfer it. You did. A, they did a damn well job doing it. They did a good job. It's not like the game itself is broken. It's just like it's more aesthetic stuff, if anything, really. Mm-hmm. Well, on that note, then we are going to end it. Uh, well, we'll end this part, and then we're going to go to the Pokemon of the episode. <laughs> Woo! Woo! So let's go ahead and we'll kick it on over. But thank you all for listening, and we will catch you on the flip flop. Poke of the episode. And welcome to the Pokemon of the episode. The Pokemon of the episode this week is National Dex number 484, Palkia, the spatial Pokemon. It's Pokemon Black and White Pokedex entry states a legendary Pokemon of Sinnoh. 
It is said that space becomes more stable with Palkia's every breath. Does it, though? I don't know. It's always expanding. He's been breathing a long time. He's been breathing a very long time. I'm looking at the trivia, and I'm just like, apparently Palkia is the highest IQ group. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it takes this position in IQ group J, and it's the only Pokemon in IQ group J. What is that? What does this mean? It's from Mystery Dungeons. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Oh, that Mystery Dungeons thing? Okay, I don't know. I'm just, like, looking up, like... Yeah, it's Mystery Dungeons. No, it's the smartest Pokemon. <laughs> like, I'm surprised that, like, it's, we it's, like, the trivia it has is weird, like, at the end of one of Palkia's roars in the anime, a roar from Mecha King Ghidorah, a kaiju from the 1991 no, Toho film. Yeah, go uh, from Godzilla vs. King Ghidorah can be heard. No, they use that, and they, they use the same exact sound for, uh, like, Obi-Wan Star Kenobi's Wars mount. Thing, right? Yeah, in Obi-Wan Kenobi's mount in uh, The Return of the Sith, or The Revenge of the Sith, is what it's called. Yeah, it's just like, it's a, it's a, it's a, surprisingly, like, yeah. it's actually got some fun trivia. Anime sound for Palkia was very jarring to me when I first heard it, because I'm like, that's from Revenge Star of the Wars. Sith. Star Wars. <laughs> Obi-Wan's falling in the in the bug yeah, pit. Exactly. <laughs> I can't make that noise. It's impossible. <laughs> All right. So Palkia is a legendary Pokemon. It's got a base stat total of 680, which is pretty solid for any Pokemon. Uh, it turns out that water, water, what's it? Water dragon. dragon. There's that type that escaped wow. me. For, yeah. Just not thinking right now. I want to go play PLA. Uh, my 3D printer. Yeah, but he's, I mean, his stats aren't bad. Base 100 speed, base 150 special attack, 100 defense, 120 special defense. I mean, he's a legendary. I don't know what to, what you people want. Right. Yeah. yeah. But it also makes an appearance typically because it's, uh, it's a decent counter to, uh, Kyogre right now and in VGC and the most popular core currently because it's the two legendary cores, Zosh and Kyogre. And you're not yep. stopping Zoshin, so you might as well stop Kyogre. <laughs> You might as well stop Kyogre, and that's what we've got today. Very fair. We've got our we've got our Palkia that's meant to stop Kyogre with a Zacian, and so today we've got Palkia holding its life orb with 252 HP, 44 defense, 76 special attack, 28 special defense, 108 speed, and a modest nature. It is protect is got protect because this is VGC spatial rend because why not. Hydro Pump and Earth Power. It's typically what you see run on like a Dialga, except in the place of Special Rend, you'll get like Roar of Time. So if you go big, you can hit hard and you'll get Flash Cannon or something instead of Hydro Pump. Though I think it gets Steel Beam now. It does get Steel Beam, I'm pretty sure. So I've friends it's a Steel Type, so yeah. Yeah. Nuke something out of Orbit. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Zashin Crowned is here. Surprise, surprise. Wow. I think I think literally every team in VGC has a Zashin Crowned now. If they want to win, yeah. I Yes. Uh, <laughs> I think everything, like, it's just like, oh, what five Pokemon are you going to run with your Zacian? <laughs> because Zacian is the most broken Pokemon of all time, including Mega Rayquaza, by the way. I, I'm including Mega yeah. Rayquaza there. I agree I, with you. I think it beats Mega Rayquaza. But it's holding a Rusted Sword because that's the only nerf we can give it is make it hold a wet sword. Uh, because it doesn't matter anyway because it just has a Choice Band as an ability. Not even Choice. Yep. Just like the effect of a Choice Band as an ability. <laughs> an Intrepid Sword. Um, it is uh, 252 HP here in this case because bulky Zacian doesn't get hit, doesn't get knocked out by other Zacian <laughs> very easily. Uh, 76 attack, 4 defense, 36 special defense, 140 speed. Adamant nature is protect substitute behemoth blade, which is iron head. For those of you, if you have a Zacian and you get one from a distribution, it's going to be iron head because that turns into behemoth blade and then play rough. Uh, but yeah, it's all you uh, need is dual stab. I, I mean, that is all you need, because, okay, yeah. Fairy is the most busted type in Pokemon. 
It is just, it is just too good. Fairy needs a nerf. Things that resisted don't have stats that actually can resist things. Like, oh, cool, look, like, the only one that's, like, bulky, I think, that can actually deal with fairy is, like, essentially either, like, Magirna, not, nothing that you can use even. You need a good, you need a bulky, you need a bulky steel type or a bulky, bulky fire type. Like, you need Heatran. Yeah, like, I'm just, I just think, like, Heatran and Magirna are, like, the only two that would be, like, ah, yeah, this can actually deal with a fairy type super easily. Nothing else can, like, I can think of, like, like, oh, yeah, it's just, like, it, it just, deals with fairy instantly it's like no because it's either like the other types are just like yeah yeah you don't have defense fairy like, steel poison. is just there are, busted like, there are a couple defensive poisons but not many like fairy steel is just busted it's just fairy steel it's just too good i i think as a type combination because you're getting the immunity to one of fairy's weaknesses one of fairy's like two weaknesses and it which is dumb fairy needs another weakness that's what i'm saying and <laughs> Because nah, it does, like it does. It. No, fairy. Let fairy be broken. Fairy's too broken. Make bug super effective. I actually agree with this. I agree with bug being made super effective. I just kind of my personal thing. I just want bug to have another use. It just hits grass types and psychic type and grass psychic dark. It resists bug for no reason. Yeah, fairies control bugs in the wilderness. Yeah, fairies ride bugs around. That would be the other way around then. Because then why are the bugs resisting the fairy? Bugs doesn't resist fairy. It should. Because not right now, right no, now, bug does not resist fairy. It doesn't. Oh. No, no, no. Re- fairy resists bug. Yeah, because that's their mount. Oh, that's oh, what happens oh. right now, which is unfortunate to bug. Because like they're just like they're like, hey, bug, you're on the ground, and they're like stomping on. They're like, now fairy resists you too, huh? And and bug's like, please just stop. Good. <laughs> please just fairy's too good. I will die on that hill. <laughs> I'll absolutely Today die on that hill. Today and it that just takes. Yeah, that just takes. I already died on the wrong hill once. Okay. Uh, very yeah. recently, and I'm okay with that actually. So, yep. People are really anyway. people are upset at me about it, but yeah, uh, I'll talk about it next oh, week. Well. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, that hill. Yeah, yeah I know it hill. I'll talk I, about I it next saying, week. I think like, oh, I didn't mention that yet. I'm like, I shouldn't mention that. That's... No, I'll talk. <laughs> I'll talk about it next week, and I I will enrage people with my amount of not caring. <laughs> it's armored evolution. That's what it is. Yep. Surprise. Anyway. Yep. Moving on. It's Incineroar on the team, and it's got a Figgy Berry, because that's probably its best item. Ability is, of course, Intimidate, the thing that allows it to be usable. usable. And its EVs are as follows. 252 HP, 4 attack, 68 defense, 172 special defense, and 12 speed. He's a thick boy. Incineroar is awful. I hate it because it's everywhere in VGC. I hate it. But it's also yeah. so good. That's why it's there. It's super good. Like, we complain about Lando. That thing was at 91% usage in Gen 7 for a hot minute. Yeah. Like, yeah. this is, it's nonsense. It's so good. This is worse Lando in VGC. It's just, yeah, it's awful. I just like it. We complain about something with 45% usage, and here's this, like you said, with 90. Yeah. I'm going to complain about it now, because it is at 45 still. Yeah, this is the aspect you were talking about earlier with, like, the meta being kind of stale. It is. No, it is. It's literally, like, the same mods just keep popping up, because it's, it's like, okay, you know, I get why, they're good, it's just, like, I'm I'm sick and tired of seeing Zosh now that they've allowed Ubers in again for the seventh time. I blame a lot of things. They let Incineroar in stupid early. They should not have done that, because they let the Gen 7 starters come in, like, as soon as Home came out, and they let those Pokemon be legal for VGC immediately. So Incineroar's been around the entire, almost the entirety of Gen 8 VGC, and it's just like, could you have not, like... It would have been. Are you saying you're pro Dexit? I am pro how we let Pokemon in in a very trickle like fashion. (laughs) And even prior to Dexit, they uh, had that happen in their VGC formats by limiting it to certain national Dex numbers the first year, which would have excluded things like Incineroar. 
if that we were to have that That's format. True. So this has nothing to do with Dexit. This has everything to do with how they're trickling Pokemon in. And I think they shouldn't have trickled in Incineroar when they trickled in Incineroar. Oh, well. Well, let me complete what this Incineroar is running as if it's going to be a surprise to anybody. It's got a careful nature on top of that EV spread that you mentioned, and its moveset is Fake Out, Flare Blitz, Parting Shot, and Throat Chop. So, Boom. yeah. It's pretty standard Incineroar. Huzzah. Yep. Uh, you got the next one too, technically, I guess. Yep. <laughs> On top of other standard VGC items, we've got Amoongus holding a Koba Berry. What's that, flying? Uh, no, flying. Koba is like... flying. Mm, Koba? No, Koba no, is definitely flying. I would feel flying makes sense for the, what, like, Dragon Pretty sure it's flying. So you know, because flying. of Dynamax, uh, yeah, yeah no, it's, it's flying. Been, it is yeah, flying. Koba is flying. Cool. So anyway, yeah, Amoongus holding Koba Berry with the ability of Regenerator, because why not? Uh, this one's shiny on the team export, but who cares? A- EVs are 236 HP, 92 defense, and 180 special defense with a calm nature. It's got, I don't know if this is just because of how it is in the game or if this is for a specific number, but the IVs, of course, are zero attack. And then the odd one, 27 speed. I'm not sure uh, what that's for. If that's it's probably accidental. to outspeed something very specific with Spore. Yeah. Um, but also yeah, have a... And underspeed everything else. I don't well, know. no, it's, it's, probably to, it's probably to underspeed. Why would you run lower speed? You're not running Trick Room. It's to underspeed something. I just don't know what it would be. Underspeed one thing and overspeed another. Yeah. It puts yeah. you right in the middle. I imagine. We're guessing here. We don't know. Something. We don't have a description. Yep. Um, but anyway, the moveset is Protect, Spore, Rage Powder, and Giga Drain. Pretty standard Amoongus, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then we've got possibly a reason why we have Cloberry and Amoongus for others, but... uh, Yeah. Thunderous with an Assault Vest and uh, Defiant with... Uh, 164 HP, 84 attack, 4 defense, 4 special defense, and 252 speed with a jolly nature, running wild charge, fly, brick break, crunch. I assume this is just a secondary Dynamax target. No, they usually they usually use it as that, and brick break is to break things because you'll tip or break screens because you'll typically have like a grim snarl or something equivalent on the other side doing yep. that. Yep. And then speaking of a Grim Snarl, we also have a Grim Snarl. That's actually a super standard Thunderous nowadays, it, it, too. Yeah, it is. <laughs> because it's a very good screen setter, so it's obviously... Yeah. It's just Light Clay Prankster. It is Gigantamax form, so if you want to go for that, you can. 260, 236 HP, 4 attack, 108 defense, 148 special defense, 12 speed with a careful nature, Spirit Break, Thunder Wave, Reflect Light screen. So just dual screens. Mm-hmm. So you're essentially just kind of using, like, being your, you got your two legend there, you're just using the counter or just sweep through something, and then essentially everything else is essentially support for them, and then Thunderous also, again, it's just more offensive support being like, ah, oh, go, go, go big, click fa, fly, giving speed, mm-hmm. break, break to break other screens if you need to, it's, mm-hmm. you can lower yep, special yep. defense for Palky with Max Dark, you just, it really comes down to the, your protect, your protect the, uh, protect the king, protect the tower, whatever. You just want to make, yeah, you just want to make the Pokemon go per. You're just trying to make, you're trying to support your big Uber as best as possible with either redirection, just yeah. That's most Pokemon. This has been VGC sleeping. forever. Yeah, and this is, is this is the season that everybody hates. So it works yep. out. It works out well. If it just really it just it just shows a lot right now because like even before like it wasn't that bad. It was more like you got like a one or two support mods on a team, then you got like a bunch of offensive utility stuff. This is just like you got like your two kings. I don't know if you've ever watched like it's the GS Cup. The GS Cup always does this. It's just like here's your two Ubers, make them work, make them go over. Yeah, no, I know GS Cup. GS Cup is I hate I hate legends. This is like GS this. Cup, but yeah, all right. So if you're a patron, uh, you can grab these Pokemon. At uh, 
at patreon.com slash puckle podcast if you're at the proper tier we're gonna give away the shinies this is the third week in a row i think we've done incineroar so i'll probably give you the incineroar and something else <laughs> uh for sword and shield so you can try these teams out yourself uh we just need to go ahead and do that we'll, we'll figure it out you know what you guys just tell me <laughs> what you want we'll, we'll put a poll up or something but yeah we're gonna call it there and we're gonna kick it on over to the mailbag And welcome to the mailbag. The mailbag is the part of the show where you can send an email into us at pucklepodcast at gmail.com. And we typically have a prompt for you guys to answer. Last week, we asked you guys what you thought of Legends so far, but also what you think might be a good way to introduce somebody to the Pokemon franchise. We've got a few emails to go through here today. We got a few that gave us decent responses. And you can go ahead and we're going to read some of them now before I forget. Oh, yeah. This segment is brought to you by the fictional energy drink, Green Tauros, the energy drink that gives you hooves. Hooves. And as always, we'll give out the Green Tauros badge to whoever sparks good conversation. Our first email this week, though, is going to be from Bub. What it do, Puckle Crew? I have been listening to the podcast weekly since Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. I wanted to start by saying thank you for making my Monday night closes much better. It's the end of a six-day week for me, and listening to you all allows me to have a more positive headspace so I can finish the week as strong as I start it. Well, you're welcome, brother. As for the first question... I cannot wait for Legends Arceus. I love that it is new and fresh-looking exploration of the Pokemon world. If I had to identify one thing I'm most excited for, it would have to be the capture mechanics in the game. Given that it looks like aiming will require skill, I can almost see see getting together with my friends and seeing who can make the craziest shot. I wish you could do it on Weirdeer. That's my biggest complaint, I think. That, yeah. Yeah. They, they let you do it on Basculation. That's the only one you can do it on. I know, and it's really frustrating. I want to do it on all of them. It is. Basculation one feels real good. And I yeah. really wish you could do it on Weird Ear. If you could, it would break it a bit too much. You'd be running through a field just chucking balls. Like, yeah, yes. I think it would feel, it would kind of ruin it a little bit, but I, I, I do wish it, but like at the same time, I wish there were the, uh, I think I wish there were the more combat maneuvers, you know? Other than dodge, du- dodge, duck, dip, dive, and dodge. You take that risk of jumping off Weird Ear to oh, do it. Oh, that'd be cool. Okay, m- moving on. After all, we had fun messing around with the physics engines in various games. For the second question, I'm actually in the process of introducing new fans to the games right now. My nephew is six and started playing Pokemon Shield. He has cleared the first gym and has spent about 20 hours just exploring in-game rather than taking the second gym on right away. Whenever he plays, he likes to sit on my lap and ask me various questions about Pokemon and characters in the game. Thank God for the Puckle Trivia and Game Corner, because sometimes they get (laughs) real specific. Pokemon has been a huge part of his life since the beginning, though. The day he was born, I went out and bought a Pikachu and the Kanto starters. He has grown up snuggling with various Pokemon plushes and various games built around them that were good for him at various points of his development. Then he saw me play Pokemon Go on my phone when he was three. He became obsessed with Psyduck. Is your nephew Junichi Masuda? Which drove him into learning the the most he could about every Pokemon. As time went on, he asked for the toys, the plushes, and the movies. He has spent hours reading every Pokemon handbook I could find, and he has found a level of confidence in knowing more about it than every adult in his life. (laughs) That's a really good thing, because he's very timid and a shy kid. I will always love Pokemon because of this. It has allowed us to have a thing together, and that is carried on to his sister and his cousins. I'm calling it now. In 20 years, every single one of them will be better at Pokemon than I am now. Do any of them want to run a Pokemon podcast and take mine? (laughs) I also attached some pictures for the podcaster's enjoyment. (laughs) I originally only planned to get a dozen or so plushes. Now there are 37. Oh my god. Last year there were 37. (laughs) But last year there were 38! (laughs) 
But realistically, how can we have a proper game of finding all the hidden Pokemon around the house with only a dozen? Oh, that's so cute. That is. The action figures originally went with a large wooden dollhouse I got for them so they could do imagination play and create various scenarios where Ash, Misty, Brock would cook, face Team Rocket, or simply just have a conversation. P.S. The Crown Royal bag used to be what my niece used as a purse so she could carry her favorite Pokemon around with her. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> I cannot wait until she's a couple years older and I can finally play the games with her too. Finally, we have been doing theme days with the kids. Unicorn day, room on a broom day, etc, etc. What is room on a broom day? What does that mean? Tell us in next week's email, bub, please. We have to know. What does that mean? I am so curious. Uh... <laughs> the general idea is snacks, a movie, themed activities, and whatever else we can think of as a fun thing for the kids to do. This is amazing. You are the best uncle ever. I am planning a Detective Pikachu day. There will be a scavenger hunt that will require both my niece and nephew to work together to find a new Mewtwo action figure, a tea party where they drink hot chocolate as a stand-in for coffee, a matching game with Pokemon cards, and of course, custom Pokemon cookies from a local bakery. These kids have a pretty good life. Yeah, you're telling me. And I love being a part of it. Sorry for the long email. I was just really excited when I heard about this prompt. I can't wait to hear what other people have been doing to share their love of the franchise with others. As the journey continues, bub. Okay, I did a quick Google search for Room on a Broom, and apparently it's a children's story, so I assume it's based I believe around this. that. Oh, I okay. believe this. It was capitalized, too, in the email, so it was, yeah. it's a oh, thing. Yeah, I'm like, is there something different than that? It's like, oh, it's probably just, I assume it's just something based on that, but he can tell us next week to more clarif- more detail, if he so desires. All right, so the next one is going to be from Marmalade. What a do, Poco Crew. Today I have a question. Why wouldn't Mystery Dungeon be a good introduction to the franchise? It's very complicated and not representative. <laughs> Done. <laughs> yeah, like, flat, like first thing thinking is just like, that's, I don't consider it a Pokemon game. I consider it a side story, like a, a different genre of game with the Pokemon characters. And yes. like, yes, as, essentially like it's, if you want someone to actually play a Pokemon game, I don't consider that's not a classic Pokemon game, you know, like yeah. that's, that's a, you want a dungeon crawler. Cool. But that's not a Pokemon Pokemon, like, yeah. the main RPG-style game. You can't even put them in your pocket. <laughs> what? But, uh, to continue on, especially if you want a story-based game, though, I think it'd be a decent starting point. They've aged very well in terms of graphics and stories and story, while offering a large roster of Pokemon to interact with at the time. I'm mostly asking because I'm super biased towards Red Blue Rescue Team, since they're probably my favorite Pokemon games, but Explorers of Time slash Darkness Sky are also very solid games. I heard Sky's the best. I've never, I've, I've started it, but I've never finished it. I think that's where yeah, I'm. Sky I think is I, my favorite. I've heard a lot of good things about it. I've never finished it either. The only mystery dungeon game I finished was DX. I never finished anything past Sky because I just can't get into them. Sky did it. I tried me. the one on the 3DS that was too easy. The yeah. Super Mystery Dungeon. That yeah. one. Was, I didn't really care for how they did a lot of the stuff with. Yeah, the, I, I didn't, didn't like it. Finish it. I didn't like it. I also think it'd be really funny to introduce the series with Pokemon Rangers since there's nothing really else like it in the series. Uh, I, as, yeah. It'd be kind of funny to see someone actually, like, get into these things because of Mystery Dungeon- or not Mystery Dungeon, but, um, Rangers. But yeah, I don't know. I've never heard of anybody who reason. got into Pokemon from a spinoff game. If you have, let us know. I'm interested to know yeah. what your life is like. Yeah, because that's the thing. Like, I don't- I don't think a spinoff game is where you would start for the main franchise. That's the thing. Like My fa- first Pokemon game was Pokemon Pinball. Please tell me <laughs> if that person exists. 
Pokemon Quest. Oh no. Stop. As, as a side note, for the end of the email, I totally watch a Saturday morning cartoon block over at the Discord if it was organized. You should just watch Power it. Rangers from season just watch Power Reasons Power Rangers from season one since they're all on YouTube now. Or get you oh the Pokemon gosh. anime. You actually were watching that. You were watching that in Discord, like was it last night? No, we were watching it before Pokemon Legends Arceus like broke on at midnight. We were oh, watching Thursday. Then. We were we were waiting yeah, on Thursday. Thursday night for the game to unlock. That's funny. So yeah. Mar- Marmalade and I were sitting in voice watching Power Rangers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was also 17 hours ago. So you, yeah, yeah. it's already done. Uh, uh, but yeah, or you can do the Pokemon anime. Uh, hope everyone else is having fun with Legends. I don't have any plans to get it yet, but maybe I'd grab it sometime soon. You should. See you on the flip flop, Marmalade. Oh, uh, they do ask if there's any updates on the Green Taurus badges. I'm still identifying a manufacturer because US based ones have like wildly different prices. I'm pretty close. It should be like next week or so. I'm going to put the order in. So I will I will keep things updated on those green Taurus badges. All right. Our last one is going to be for Seth to read, and it is going to be from Tia. All right. Greetings, Seth, Shamu, and Thatch. It's Tia here writing Tia's first email for the 2022 year. I take it most people are on that Legends Arceus train. I'm here to discuss the other thing, how to get your friends or people into Pokemon. My solution is to offer a trade. Do you guys remember that trade deal meme? No. Oh, I hate that. That, that, that <laughs> meme was terrible. You I, don't wanna, I didn't want to remember it. I, I got it out of my brain. Now you, You're welcome. Anyway, uh, my solution is to offer a trade. Like, hey, I'll play that game you keep telling me about if you give Legends Arceus a try. The difficult part is playing both games at the same pace and trying not to be too overbearing when it comes to the game. Don't be somebody who pushes what makes Pokemon great. Rather, let other people experience it. And the same goes for the other person. After that, if they don't like it, then they don't like it. Or you can both play Pokemon Unite and complain how your teammates suck. That's a classic bonding moment. May the 22 season bring us all... Tia. <laughs> May the 2022... <laughs> that, that pause is necessary. <laughs> May the 2022 season bring us all... Dot, dot, Nothing. Dot. Nothing at all, please. <laughs> bring us all... Nothing. The Void. Pokemon Legends Arceus <laughs> DLC. That is all I want. I think Arceus wouldn't be a bad thing to start. Like, that's, it's one weird, like, spinoff. I think yeah. it might not be bad to start with. Uh, it's not even a spinoff. It's not a spinoff. It's a mainline game. I, I don't, yeah, I don't know if I'd call it a spinoff or a main game. Like, I don't, I don't know what I'd call it. Cause it feels like it's a main game, but it like feels like a was, spinoff. I don't know. It's kind of like what I was saying about my brother earlier, where he's here, to, he's heard me talk about how different it is, how, all, yeah. how it's similar to his games that he plays right now, and he saw me play it a little bit, uh, yesterday. And he is looking to get back into it because of this game. Because I think the biggest difference is that Pokemon's a turn-based RPG. This is like an action turn, ta- like turn, like it's much more of an action-based RPG in a sense with certain things, like the catching and stuff. It's got the turn-based elements in it. I think you could, like I, like we said earlier, it's not, yeah, it's turn-based, but it's also action-based in a sense too. Like you have to do actual. It is like it's it's a weird hybrid where I think like pe- people are more drawn toward the actual like real time stuff of it and not just the turn bait like yeah I think it also like advertising to a different market and I think that's helping people get into it I, I think what they've been trying to do is run multiple paths for Pokemon simultaneously where they try to have like you have your main series game because obviously Legends Arceus isn't replacing Switch it's the competitive title and we're still going to have compatible com- competitive traditional Pokemon but they're introducing other games that can go in alongside of it that can hit other audiences. And honestly, this kind of feels like they're trying to corner that action market to some extent. Because it's not... I wouldn't say this is exactly like Monster Hunter or anything, but they're trying to do something like that. 
Uh, and Nintendo yeah. and Nintendo wants its own genre on that. And it's kind of like how we can have we can have Mario Golf, but also Mario sixty four, right? It, it it's just right. it's like yeah. that, but for Pokemon. And I think that's definitely something that we should remember. <laughs> we should hold and cherish. <laughs> well, traditional Pokemon obviously still sells well, looking at the sales numbers from BDSP, at least the initial sales numbers. Uh, I don't think they're going to let that go, and I don't think their plan is to stop doing traditional Pokemon, but I do think they do plan on having different ideas for Pokemon and letting it try to do things. I think Let's Go is the first step into that, and it was, in my opinion, a failure, but maybe we get Let's Go Johto this year or some nonsense that doesn't need Blit. to exist. That's like the wrong game to exist too, right? Like when we're missing like the Pokemon Johto sucks. We're missing sixty Pokemon from not that. <laughs> I just think we're gonna see Legends become the new like Let's Go, and but it's much better than Let's Go because I could just see I could see a way they can do it for Johto. I could see a way they can do it for like Gen Five, Gen Six. Only thing I would say about that is like I'm not I'm not like I don't agree with Joe Merrick all the time, but he did make a very good point that you have three titles that or three lines right now. You have the Let's Go line which could still continue. I don't think it should, but it could still continue. Um, you have the mainline game like Sword and Shield, and you've got, or mainline, I'm going to put in quotes, because uh, these are all technically mainline games, but you've got the traditional game like Sword and Shield, and then you've got the Legends line. And you've got one that's like various skill levels. You've got Let's Go being for newcomers. You've got Legends Arceus being for the more hardcore Pokemon fan. And then you've got the traditional one where everybody kind of comes together. And I, I kind of hope that they continue that, and I mean, I could be, I'd be okay if they, that's how they wanted to do it moving forward. As long as they give us more Legend stuff alongside the Let's Go stuff, you can do Let's Go all you want. Motion controls are awful and the Switch Lite exists, so Nintendo probably doesn't want that anymore. So <laughs> I think Arceus has motion, motion controls too. I haven't played with them, but... I imagine if they have the motion controls, it's probably more like the Splatoon type motion controls, where like moving it probably gives you some kind of wiggle room on your aim. Uh, that's my, yeah, I, I, I haven't played it with you yet. That's my intention too. It's my intention too. But... Uh, on that note, Green Taurus Badge, my vote's Bub. Yep, I was going to say Bub. Bub, you win the Game Green Taurus Badge. It's not even the pictures. Not saying we're encouraging that, but like the the raising of your nieces and nephews story is incredible. The indoctrination. The indoctrination. <laughs> yeah. We encourage indoctrination here at Puckle. <laughs> yes. That's how we really get people into the Pokemon series, indoctrinating them. That's how you really do it. And he yeah. Yeah, raised what it you very do, well. What you do is you take your friend, <laughs> you tape him to a chair, you tape their eyelids open, and then you shove in the VHS tape of the first three episodes of the Pokemon the anime. robot chicken intro. Uh, yeah. What do they mean? And then you just start shoving in VHS, VHS tapes, okay? Um, until you run out of them. Some guy did a YouTube video on that recently, and I watched it. It was more interesting than it should have been. Moving on. Uh, <laughs> we're we're going to go ahead and uh, end the show here. If you want to email us next week at PucklePodcast.com, though, let us know what you think of Pokemon Legends Arceus now that you've had a chance to play it. We would love to hear your thoughts. Or if you haven't gotten it, are you thinking about getting it? Are you not going to get it? Why? Why not? PucklePodcast.com. If you want to keep up with us throughout the week, PuckleDiscord.com is the best place to do it. That's where we all hang out. You can come say hi, and Shamu will be playing some kind of game in voice channel, I'm sure. Probably. <laughs> I don't think Shamu sleeps anymore. I don't know anymore. I slept for four hours. For four hours. <laughs> for four hours. My alarms work now, so I get to wake up. I get less sleep now. <laughs> None of my alarms work. My God. <laughs> and then, of course, you can uh, uh, you can follow us on social media, Twitter, Facebook, and uh, Instagram. You can also go ahead and follow us over uh, at YouTube at youtube.com slash buckle podcast, where we got new videos going up uh, almost every day of the week now. Uh, the podcast is I include in that, so it's like kind of fake, but it's there. And hmm. uh, it is my intention because February starting that I'm going to start doing like batch plays ranked VGC 
on on YouTube. So definitely check that out. Watch me go from a uh, zero to an almost hero. Um, by almost, I mean, I'm going to hit master ball and that's good enough for me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I just want to be competent again. That's all I ask. Let me be competent again. And of course, if you want if you want to watch us on stream at twitch.tv slash the Puckle Podcast, I try to do every Tuesday. I do a couple other days here and there. Try to do Thursdays and then a day on the weekend if I have some time. It's always a good time. I like hanging out with you guys on Twitch. It's one of my favorite things to do. And of course, you can always uh, support the podcast by going over to patreon.com slash Puckle Podcast, where you can get cool shinies, extra goodies, a bunch of fun stuff. So on that note, I have been Trainer Thatch. I've been Dr. Shamu. And I've been Seth Vilo. And here in the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's closing time. <laughs>